Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today I would like to talk about how do you handle a situation when you're in a meeting and you come with a really strong recommendation and someone disagrees with you just as strongly. James, go first. Oh, thank you. Um, for many years working in the teaching profession prior to my current role, this was my life. Uh, <laughs> coming as place as like a department lead or a deputy lead coming in and saying, I think the curriculum should take X route or this route. And then just being shut down by someone usually in a position of authority mm. that did not have the experience or the knowledge of my specialty. Um, and it, this brings to mind for me, um, a little bit of game theory and a little bit of transactional analysis. If you've ever heard of it, Please do look it up if you're watching. It is a godsend. Um, I found that if I tried to be dictatorial, telling them that they're wrong and that my way is better because X, Y, Z reasons, mm. I was taking a parent role and forcing them into a child role, like mm. the opposing role. And children can be uh, negative. They can refuse and they can they can like drop into conflict. Um, so all the while I was struggling to fight the system and tell truth to power and stuff like that, I was running in treacle and I wasn't really getting anywhere. It was only when I dropped into adult to adult communication of like compromise justification that I had any luck. Mm. Um, so rather than saying, I think you're wrong about that, saying, oh, have you thought about this? Or, oh, could you explain that to me and getting them to gently justify their point of view and consider counter possibilities from me. Mm -hmm. Tim, what thoughts do you have about that? Um, I always think it's very interesting that if in the world of human beings, there's no black or white in the way we think we feel, we feel uh, and feeling is very much a gray space. In my view, it doesn't have to be right. And it doesn't have to be wrong. It just is. It's a state of being ontologically speaking. It is a state of being. So if somebody comes to you and says, oh, these, this is right. This is how it must be. Then, you know, the natural reaction is to sort of maybe either react badly or respond anti or come up with something different or feel like your ego is at stake. And so push back. And, and I think it, it it's a difficult one, isn't it? Having uh, being an engine, having an engineering background, there are some things that are like, for instance, gravitational pull. Pull always pulls at the same speed, so we know that to be a fact. So disputing that would be perhaps a bit silly. No, the Earth However, might be flat. Uh, it might be. Yeah, uh, uh, this is a good example, Robin. It might be. Tell me about that. So <laughs> curiosity is a good answer to somebody coming at you with an unarguable point, which is all right. You know, you may not agree with my point that I've scientifically proven but tell me what it is that you yeah if the earth is flat tell me why you believe that that's interesting well you know i can hold my belief and you can hold yours that is possible we can both hold both the views in the same place without them banging into each other and causing an emotional commotion right yeah i think the emotion is a good point there bill what are your thoughts coming into this well and i've i certainly can relate to previous corporate meetings where people would come in very well prepared with a lot of evidence uh, to suggest a certain path and then to have others and kind of like what James said, maybe in a little bit higher level position of authority and just, again, from an intuitive standpoint, say, well, that's not really the path or, or approach I want to take. And so I think it really does come down to 
um, you know, the, the sharing of information and ideas to kind of have that appreciation. I mean, at some point, no matter how much evidence you might have, uh, the stripes on the person's arm may say that this is the path that we take. But I think, as Tim said, you know, really getting out there and kind of having that dialogue is so critical. Uh, I think especially within a corporate setting. And, you know, it's interesting with my, with the franchise business, I have a wonderful manager, yet I know in the beginning as the owner, I mean, she really deferred to things I wanted to do. And, and quite honestly, I, I, I would have said I had strong evidence, but, you know, her opinions and her thoughts were actually very relevant. And over time, that has really shifted. As I, and part of it is, I, as I gained confidence in that individual, you know, I had, I felt better about kind of listening to kind of her point of view than what I wanted to go. And I think in the corporate setting, it's kind of the same thing in terms of just, you know, you've got to develop that uh, ability, that rapport, you know, have, people have to have confidence that what you're suggesting is in fact, yeah, okay, you know, let's have that conversation. But it's, as James said, I mean, it, it, it can be very difficult if somebody is above you saying something else. And I think part of it is, too, how you come into the meeting. If you come into the meeting with the, I have all the answers, this is how it's going to go, I'm going to tell them and we're going to get out of here, it's going to be done. I think you can, you end up in that emotional, take it like Tim said, you take it personally, they're attacking you, and creating the ability to talk about the idea and having space to talk about the idea, I think, is a really important part of managing what happens in these meetings yeah i've got this i've got this idea in my head this sort of concept of two sort of medical professionals coming up and somebody saying i've solved cancer with this pill you know i've medically proven it's going to work it's 100 percent successful that's great here's my evidence how could we are oh but it costs like a trillion quid per pill mm -hmm. and the other guy going well we're not doing it I go, well hang on a minute uh, i've got all the evidence to say yeah but but you see you have a sort of commercial versus technical bash Mm. where you know one person's right and the other person's also right and it, in the sort of when you know one 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 immovable object hits another immovable object something's got to give way somewhere or nothing moves and in a state of nothing moves nothing happens mm. so um i think there's a you know i talked about curiosity in this space of you know having somebody who disagrees with you there's also there's also a piece of compromise you know compromise generally you know, wherever you are, if, if you meet head to head, someone's got to compromise. That doesn't mean it has to be you, but it does mean it's got to happen. One of the challenges I have with compromise is you can end up with the lowest common denominator, which is rarely the best option. And so how do you come into something where you don't just find the, the least horrible thing you can both agree on? I mean, presidential elections, the least horrible thing that we can all agree on isn't always the best choice. So how do you deal with that when you come in with a really good choice and rather than coming to that lowest common denominator, you come to a compromise that actually reaches a really good decision? Well, in a workspace, um, I wouldn't want to get into the politics because that's a huge compound issue with the media and education and right. the global economy. But in the workspace, I was once told something really powerful. Um, uh, it was a really similar situation. I was trying to influence someone who was making the wrong decision. Mm. And I tried to be nice. I tried to be informative, but they were going to go their own way. And the advice I was given was let them fail. Oh, um, yeah. That is so hard though, but it's, yeah. it's so hard to do. Yeah. Um, so I, so I took that advice um, and I told this person, you know my thoughts and feelings, you know the route I would take, but on this, I'm 100% with you and I'm there to help. Mm. Um, and sure enough, like I offered support to that person, 
They didn't take it. Things didn't work out. But the next time a decision rolled around, we were able to have like, again, that adult to adult conversation mm. and then sort of work on the compromise to kind of, because as great as I think all of my ideas are, I've got blind spots um, and another person has different blind spots. And the next time we were able to come up with something more manageable that wasn't as idealistic as I like to be, um, but wasn't as ineffectual as they tended to be. And we ended up in a nice space. Yeah, the idea of letting someone be wrong and that being okay, that is a tough one. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's interesting, your point earlier, which I agree, is that the, the level of confidence somebody walks into a meeting with and said, this is what we need to do, even if, you know, I, I've, I've listened uh, to, to stories of people who may not have had the strongest evidence, but boy, they just felt very strongly about how they felt about something and were able to get it through. And, and you know, I, I do agree that dumbing it down to the least common denominator may not always be the case. So to James's point, yeah, there are times where this is the path we're going to take. They may find out two, three months into it, it was like, man, this was the wrong path to take. But at some point, the market does have to say, despite whatever evidence you may have, either way, this will be the determining factor as to whether this is a good idea. That the key is, did you take the learning from that and say, how do we adjust now going forward? Because it is a series of steps and the compromises may come into, well, we just found out that it doesn't quite work this way. So let's bring in some of these other ideas that we're talking about. So I think that kind of becomes, you know, really uh, an important aspect to it. Well, I'm going to have to cut us off there because that is our 10 minutes, but it sounds like what we're basically saying is be open to feedback when someone disagrees with you. And that's going to keep you from getting into that headbutting situation where it gets ugly and emotional. So thank you so much for your time and sharing your expertise in this. I appreciate very much. We'll do it again very soon.